and welcome to Bunta Vista, episode 281. I'm Theo, and I'm a train. No, hang on, sorry, wrong, sorry, whoop, wrong, wrong intro. <clears throat> Let me try again. Uh, welcome to uh, Bunta Vista, episode 281. I'm Theo, and I'm in train. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. You may know me as Pat Monaghan. I'm the, I'm the man with the golden voice of the the spiky hair from the band Train. I was born in February 28, 1969, an American musician, singer, and songwriter. 1969. Check yeah, nice. Check this out. I'm the sole constant member of the band Train. Uh, so that's pretty cool for me. Um, I'm here with the rest of Train. Um, first. First up, who else but Jerry Becker on keyboards, rhythm guitar, and backing vocals from 2008 to present? It's Lucy. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I love being in the band train. Hey, soul sister. I love our hit drops of Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the most unsubbed episode of all time. <laughs> Joining me, as always, flicking that bass. He's slamming it. He's looking good while he does it. It's Hector Minaldo. <laughs> Maldonado? I should know this. Hector Maldonado <laughs> on bass and backing bo- vocals since 2009. It's Andrew. How are you, Andrew? Hola. Sometimes I use a pick <laughs> and sometimes I use my fingers. Yeah, slapping that. <laughs> you don't like to get sexy with it? Yeah. <laughs> Playing bass. <laughs> it's the la- it's the language language of love. All right, let's, gr- let's grind through this. And of course, joining us from England, as always, to lend her sultry vocals to the backing tracks. It's Nikita Houston, otherwise known as Phoebe. Hey, Phoebe. I'm good. Um, my my favorite song we've ever done is a uh, Hey Soul Sister. So yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it's a fan. I don't favorite. know why I'm yeah. having to listen to uh, Drops of Jeeps. Oh, which, I can uh, play. Frankly, okay. at this point, don't I can bring that up. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear that song at, a, at all in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was in so much of a hurry to do this. I didn't actually give you a proper <laughs> intro, Phoebe. <laughs> How do people know know you? Hi. <laughs> I, I, was, I think we're all we've all had a had a spot on um, Master of Our Domain. Uh, yeah, your, you, your you have episode about uh, weekly Seinfeld episodes. Yep. Um, you may also know me from uh, Ten Thousand Posts, the podcast about how everything is posting. It, it is. is, and posting is. is praxis. Mm. It is correct, mm. or not. Depends. Listen to the yeah, show. Depends find on how out. You post. We will. We will yeah. be making. We will be making the final judgment. Uh, June, June this year. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've kind of got a got a dip in, dip out relationship with posting at the moment, given that Twitter mm-hmm. is so terrible. It's really like, fucked up. For example, you can just hop on there and reply to any Graham Lynham tweet with uh, "Your wife left you." Mm-hmm. Mute the replies. And just, and you've had a fun time. You back out of that, yeah. <laughs> you've, yeah. you've enjoyed it's, yourself. It's asymmetrical warfare because mm-hmm. uh, he reads them. Mm. Yeah, he does. He, does. <laughs> he doesn't have anything else to do at, 
at the moment. No, because his wife left him. <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, British excellence, that guy. Yeah. Just, he's still, it's pretty wild that he's still doing it. He's still know? doing mm. it. Mm. Uh, in, in, all, in, all, about... in all scrupulous fairness to Linehan, not British. I oh. think I think oh, that really? should be. No, he's Irish. Irish. Is he, Irish? He, would, he would not. He would not. Oh. He would not care to be called. He British. seems so British, like in, in spirit, in soul. <laughs> <laughs> it says Norwich on his thing, which is in England. It. it but that may well be where he lives, but he he definitely is Irish. I promise you. I'm not oh, okay. like I'm not kind of like falsifying his Irishness out. for like for <laughs> <laughs> kind of villainous English reasons. So that's You're not measuring that's not what each, I'm doing. One, each of his his eyes differently and noting them down. Got that DNA test that yeah. twenty three and me on Linehan. <laughs> is he is he said he's got the divorce gene? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he really does. I um I put on an episode of Black Books the other day and um and his name came up and I went. Yeah, and I put Ooh. I put my fingers over my nose and I went stinky. Yeah, yeah. You know? so he's really. I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's kind of impressive that Dylan Moran wrote the whole of Black Books by himself. Like that's yeah. it's a it's go. a it yeah. remains it remains a classic sitcom and it's a hard thing to write by yourself. And that's probably why he's always talking about his imaginary friend that he wrote it with to like make yeah. it easier. And and Dylan Moran still cool somehow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Good on him. What do you think a train show smells like? <laughs> patchouli, like we patchouli. Should we should know. Um, <laughs> I was I was actually just looking at Pat Monaghan's um, IMDb trivia. He's section. so old. He was old. He was old when they. I didn't when know they, he was old. He was old when they broke through with their album mm. in like the nineties or whatever it was. Um, just I don't looking know if at he was. He would have been. T- in his 20s. That, no, that doesn't make sense because the 90s were about 10, 15 years yeah. ago. <laughs> a couple years ago, I think. Ago. A couple mm. years ago. One or two. Like, well, um, not like, like, like five. Five at most. Five. Yeah, yeah. five. Yeah. Is there a smell associated with removing your wedding ring before you go out for a night? <laughs> 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 like the place where the, where the metals made content with your skin? Just smelling yeah. like too much breathe. cologne on like a white shirt with like the top button undone yeah. on a guy that does yeah. not look good in it. Mm. Oh man, he should not be wearing that suit vest with jeans. Okay. It was a look. It you never a wore look. a vest? You Come on, Theo. Did you wear a vest? No, fuck no. I Look, I've done many terrible, awful things in my life, but I was never a vest guy. Mm. I've definitely worn a, a waistcoat. You know, like in a fancy place or like over your white t-shirt. Yeah, like the bad way. I've definitely done the bad style. Okay, uh, the bad style of doing that. You know. Oh boy, the smell of patchouli, uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet uh, Lynx body spray, up and down the exposed chest of Pat Monahan. Delicious. You could really describe that as a smell that makes you go hmm. Hmm. Uh, insert the theme song that me or Theo still hasn't done. Yep. Yep. I got a real it, good one. Yep. We've both, we've both really, really got... <laughs> That's got, a race. Se- we've got separate versions of that sketched Better out. Better hurry up. And neither <laughs> of us have done it yet. But 
great news. There's so for you, many. Theo. There's so many segments that have tunes already on this show. You are spoilt for little ditties and stuff. So that's true. Don't and, complain. And you, you know, and then you got ditties to look forward to as well. That's right. Um, Whenever so anyone gets around to them. Theo, you were just saying, I think before we started, that uh, there was a show, uh, uh, a story from last week that um, really perplexed you because it was about like piles of blood and guts that had fallen out of a vehicle um, yeah. on various roads in a town yeah. in the States and it got to the end of the story and it just didn't explain where yeah, it had come from. And the council's like, yeah, we checked it out and it turns out it's uh, not the bad kind of meat. They said, oh, it's just a truck with a hole in it. No harm, yeah. no foul, <laughs> you know. Um, so great news for you because um, we have a different story here from the Fort Smith Times record in Arkansas. Piles of deer carcasses and bones dumped on Johnson County, Arkansas land. They gotta stop doing this. <laughs> we're what are you doing out there, guys. <laughs> and we're not repeating stories here because we've we previously also had the pile of pigs dumped outside yeah. the rendering plant. Pig carcasses, mm-hmm. deer yeah. carcasses. Well, that one I think you could track a a pretty pretty straight line where they came from. Yeah, yeah, where they're destined to. But go on, Andrew. Hundreds of white-tailed deer That's carcasses. So many. <laughs> That's so That's many so, right off the such bat. A, such a lot. That's like a whole herd. <laughs> and they're the cute ones with the little, uh, with the little white tail. Oh, yeah. Uh, hundreds of white-tailed deer carcasses and bones were found on private Johnson County land, and sheriff's deputies and state wildlife officers cited a man for illegal dumping. The grisly discovery by the landowner that caused a putrid stench was investigated by the Johnson County Sheriff's Office and Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. Just so a bunch of guys walking around sniffing. The problem is you can't dump a, a pile of... How many, how many deer carcasses? Hundreds. Hundred? Hundreds. So oh, I hundreds. Guess between, I guess between like 100 and 500. Yeah, right. It's a, uh, look, we're going to get to the actual number and that's a, that's a great guess. It's it's a really uh, it's a really grisly version of the like jelly beans in the jar at the, yeah, at the, <laughs> the fair, you know. Yeah, they should have run know. a competition. Look look at this <laughs> look at this stinking pile over here. How many whitetail carcasses do you think are in there? And so their problem is that he was dumping them illegally. I guess that's one of the problems. You you can have your deer pile, but you can't ha- put that's it issue, here. That's issue one, I think. Issue one. <laughs> Issue That's number what one. Put them into the issue. I mean, I think it sounds very obviously like we're seeing the kind of the after effects of some turf warfare, like amongst like the mm. wolf mafia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like and this maybe guy, like, this guy's just a patsy at the end. He's yeah, just a maybe like guy. yeah, like the, he's just he's just the ba- he's just the bag man. I don't. I fail to see why the bag man should should have to answer for the crimes of the wolf mob. Yeah. But that's, also, he's not rolling over. That's true. No, he that's given, true. He hasn't given up the wolves. That, I think that's the uh, I, th- I think the wolf mafia will will pay him for the inconvenience. Um, they will they will compensate him for having to pay that fine. Uh, yeah, probably he in the form of get, deer yeah. carcasses. They'll probably give him some more. <laughs> yeah, so that's, the, that's the that's the problem with dealing with the wolf mafia. They uh, they can't really conceive of. Um, even like just kind of basic barter systems. So they yeah. pay you in what they think they think they yeah. would like. So you do get paid in in just a lot of a lot of carcasses because that's what they would prefer to be paid in themselves. Yeah, mm. and if you're into carcasses, great news. But if you're not, you're kind of <laughs> shit out of luck. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's not so good. Yeah, you got to be a carcass uh, guy to work with the wolf. You got to be yeah, or in it for the love. 
Yeah, <laughs> the love of the game. The love of the game. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to be a carcass guy to work here, but it helps because <laughs> you are getting paid in carcasses. Because you are, you will be getting paid in in carcasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, illegally dumping deer carcasses can spread chronic waste disease. A commission spokesman reports. None of the remains had been buried properly when found, and the man accused of dumping them did not have permission, law officers allege. The sheriff's office responded to a report about the dumping of hundreds of deer carcasses, bones, and guts on January the 4th. <laughs> Piles of guts. Yeah. So not even so not- like a New Year treat. Like, that's, no. like that's over, the, over the boundary of New Year, of a New Year celebration. He's also mm. showing a, a great amount of flexibility, I think, for what it is that he is going to dump. Because he hasn't just, it's not just carcasses. You've got a pile of guts, bones mm. there. It's going to dump it all. Yeah. Maybe this is the uh, Wolf Mafia version of like getting rid of all your body bo- uh, bottles after the big New Year's party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... Well, that was a wild one. Yeah, wake up and like, oh, oh. look at those intestines. Yep. Like nodding oh, to your neighbours over the bins, like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Can I put some of these in your bin? I've got three. <laughs> I've got... Uh, so Dennis R. Daniel of Clarksville was cited by the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Wildlife Officer with littering of carcasses, said Commission spokesman Keith Stevens in Little Rock. Daniel had told a deer processor and taxidermist that he was going to dispose of the carcasses and bones legally. Wink. Uh, but instead, about 350 carcasses were dumped, along with bones and hides. Huh. How do you Good get to uh, be a deer processor? You've got to have a calling for that, right? You can't... You, no one falls into being a deer processor. I think you've just got to have a deer processor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all What's you need. A... You need a, a, a truck and a dream in your heart. <laughs> dream optional. <laughs> Like, what do we, man, what do we think a deer processor is doing? Are they taking all the the good meat off the deer, skinning it? Because you can eat it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a meat processor. Have some venison. You guys had venison? A little bit of venison. Yeah. I don't reckon I have. Hmm. You're not missing much. I had it once (laughs) on Christmas Day in Austria. It was a very fancy thing to do. It was quite nice. I think I've only had it in Eastern Europe, so that makes sense. I, I have found a uh, interactive map where you can find your local deer processor. Oh, oh. Um, so that's so that's something it's good to know. Yeah. So if anyone needs to process a deer, then uh, just look up this map. Yeah. Let's get this thing processed. I've been meaning to do mine, but I probably should just pay an expert at this point. Take yeah. it off my hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, well, you, be careful though. Check that they've got accreditation because some of them yeah. will say that they're going to process it for you, and they'll dump it, <laughs> and then they'll just just dump it all out of you the know, truck. You yeah. know how you got those big plastic tubs of deers that you just take from house to house until your wife's like, "Come on, come on, <laughs> come you on." Haven't, you haven't even opened that tub of guts. I will since you moved it from the last house. <laughs> I will. I will. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something with the guts, that's fine. They don't make those guts anymore <laughs> <laughs> what if i need what if i need the guts in the future at some point you know yeah gonna pay for them like an idiot what if the what if the guts fit me again at some point you know <laughs> i'll keep them in the garage you won't even have to look at them you won't even know they're no. there they'll be in no. the garage with the with the with that kind of hot like one ski 
and the little jars of rusty nails. That's what. That's where mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my deer guts. I actually ran out of rusty nails the other day. I had to go and get some more. <laughs> Should have kept them. Should have kept them. Should have uh, kept them. My, uh, dad, my dad rule got... number one. Uh. Yeah. Oh, my, my dad's got a, a very, a very set up uh, garage workshop type area. You know, like the sort of racks with all the little drawers in them for all your mm-hmm. different kinds of like screws and rivets and everything. Oh, I got one of them. Yeah, I'm just kind of picturing it. Well, he's got like, you know, a, a lot of that. And then he's got, like, big wall-mounted steel racks that he's made with, like, big, you know, like the big black storage tubs that you can just slide out and everything. Nice. And now I'm just picturing all of those, including all of the little containers, just just full of guts and bones. Oh, that's my little knuckles tray. (laughs) I want some deer knuckles. They don't oh. have knuckles. They got fucking hooves. What are you talking about? It's where you, it's where you keep the it's where you keep your deer relics for like mm. for followers of dear Jesus, yeah, and mm-hmm. the other dear saints. Yeah, yeah, you can. Or you if can, you want the, they, those uh, go for the, hundreds. Yeah, the, or if you want the cults who are afraid of deer knickknacks to uh, stop stealing things from your garage. Uh. The landowner called the sheriff's department first, Stephen said. Uh, Daniel faces a $1,000 fine and an order to clean up the dead deer and its parts. The decomposing <laughs> carcasses appear to have been dumped sometime after the beginning of the fall deer season, Stephen said. So, just a whole bunch of rotten meat and bones there, I guess. Do you think... Um, we, we were discussing on a recent episode the, the soft plastics recycling scandal in Australia. So recently. this is a similar... He's a red cycle yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is a thing where this, it was this guy's job to pick up all the, the guts and carcasses and dispose of them legally. But no, for sure. I will like, do that. This is, this is actually kind of a pain in my ass. So yeah. I think I'm just going to pop open the tailgate on the truck and just kind of you know, broom the whole wet pile uh, just out into this field. Also, I think he's proven that he's not to be trusted to dispose of deer carcasses. So for them to go like, oh, and by the way, you have to dispose of them. That's <laughs> what he was already doing. He tried his version. That's true. He's like, oh, for sure, f- for sure, this time. Wink. For sure. <laughs> How do you legally dispose of yeah. a deer carcass? Which one's, which one's the, the national park with the number one greater than this one? Because uh, I need directions away from it <laughs> to not go and dump deer carcasses there. Uh, the tell, tell, tell me stated... where I'm not supposed to be dumping them and so yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I know for yeah. sure. Otherwise, I won't know. Tell me where I'm definitely not meant to be dumping them because you guys don't check there. What <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are the places you guys don't look for those? Because I definitely won't won't put it anywhere like that. Uh, the landowner stated he found quote hundreds of deer carcasses as well as other assorted animal bones and guts on the same land. Assorted animal bones and guts. Mm. Yucky. Miscellany. Uh, Viscerani, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. The Johnson County Sheriff's Office posted photos from the landowner. Quote, here are some pictures of some piles of animal remains for your viewing pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is the caption on the post. Here are some pictures of some piles of animal remains for your viewing pleasure. You will have to use your imagination on what the smell is like. I'm good. (laughs) I'm actually good on the pictures as well. Oh, I, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. If that's all right. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Ben has not attached the <laughs> <laughs> mountains of viscera uh, post here. That's no good. That's a very strange thing to do. It's a very strange thing to do. Hello, it's me, Ben, uh, from this podcast. Merriam-Webster defines a podcast as a program made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet, and that simply could not be more true. If you like what we do and want more of this podcast made available to you in digital format for automatic download over the internet, simply go to patreon.com slash Vista and hit the enormous red button that says subscribe. For five US dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes, our entire archive of bonus episodes, our exclusive Discord server, and an RSS feed of both bonus episodes and free episodes that doesn't have these ads in them. That sweet, sweet subscriber cash allows me to do this show full time without having to get a real job, and frankly, that whips to me. The other guys also get some money or whatever, but I don't really care. Anyway, check that out if it sounds good to you. Love you. Uh, Speaking of people who do strange things, uh, it's time for Dutch Watch. (laughs) Hey, everybody. I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? This comes to us from the NL Times. Uh, More than 2,400 kilograms of cocaine found after false bomb threat on MSC Lorena. Uh, More than 2,400 kilograms of cocaine was found on the container ship MSC Lorena, which was forced to dock in Vlissingen in late December after a bomb threat that later turned out to be a false alarm. Oopsie-woopsie. Oopsie-woopsie. Oopsie. Oopsie. (laughs) Uh, Quote... The drugs were found in a container with a deckload of cocoa, the Antwerp Prosecutor's Office said. Uh, the bomb threat was received by Belgian police on December 22nd when the container ship was off the coast of Lissingen. The ship was then forced to anchor for a week. After nothing was found through investigations, the ship was able to dock in the port of Antwerp on December 29th to unload its cargo. You've got to feel pretty silly if you're uh, the Belgian police at this point. You've yeah. done a pretty pretty bad job of looking through the boat. If you like, if you didn't lift up the corner of the tablecloth that had two thousand four hundred kilos of cocaine underneath, there's it. a lot of cocaine as well. You could trip over it for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so Phoebe, you're you're like, so you're in London. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the Dutch are just over there. Yeah, they're a little too close for comfort. If you they might even be in London. You might even come across oh. them in your daily travels. Yeah. I have, I have, a, I have a, du- I have a Dutch friend. <gasps> <gasps> and do you still treat them normally? Do you <laughs> I try to. That is so brave like of you. I, I, I try to. I try to. She's, um, she, 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 tr- she tries very hard to behave normally. She really does, mm-hmm. and we have to, and we have to give her props for that. Good on her. Um, so a little, a little bit ago, I was, um, I was talking, I was talking to her about how unpleasant. It had been going for a walk at a busy time of day when my uh, sciatica had flared up and I wasn't walking mm-hmm. very quickly and was kind of hobbling along and got a sort of brief kind of window into what it must be like to have um, to have limited mobility and how kind of extremely unpleasant and vulnerable it makes you feel. And and about how like people were like kind of like pushing in, like pushing into me and all of that kind of thing. And um she uh and she was like oh okay um like i kind of like, i kind of know what you mean i'm just finding the exact words <laughs> so she says to me no 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 uh people are people are people are lump 
I don't know what that is in English. There isn't a good translation. So I said, can you give me a vague idea of what this means? Just a vague one. And so she sends me a voice note saying something along the lines of, you know, when people are just, uh, are just, are just very kind of wrapped up in themselves and they don't really know what's, what's, uh, what's happening around them. And so they end up kind of behaving in like a bit of an antisocial way. And I was like, okay, so that's lump. But that's not really what mm -hmm. I mean. It was like more kind of aggressive. It was more people like deliberately trying to kind of trying to kind of like shove me out of the way because they felt I was walking too slowly. And she said, ah, yes, umbershoft. <laughs> so now I'm not talking to her because of that, <laughs> because of that, that happened to me from, because of what she did. I so, like, yeah. uh, I like the sort of uh, implication here that, that what's happening is a you problem, <laughs> you know, yeah. she's kind of like, oh, I see what your problem is. Right. I see, yeah. I see why everybody hates you. It's because yeah, it's because it's they are either lump or they're ombershoft. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. two genders. Yeah, <laughs> I love that in Dutch there are two separate untranslatable words for people being unable to behave themselves while walking down a path. I think that's I think that's very <laughs> I think that's very Dutch. That feels very Dutch to me. I think they should just behave themselves when they're walking down paths, and they won't need so many. Too many words yeah, for well, it, you know? Well, it's because they're just used to clopping along the flat edges. Yeah. <laughs> In their clubs. Uh, <laughs> and so um, on. You can, you, <laughs> you can hear them coming if they try to assassinate you, though. Clopping along Dutchly. Later, the police arrested two suspects involved in the false bomb threat. The two suspects were a 24-year-old man from Dilft and a 22-year-old from Hegenar. The two men are suspected of threatening to commit a terrorist crime. According to NOS, the police want the damage caused by the false bomb threat to be recovered from the two suspects. Quote, The ship had to be anchored for a week, so the cargo could not be unloaded. In addition, one must realise that, for example, just lending a telephone to express a threat can have enormous consequences. Gert Wibberlink, <laughs> head of the Infrastructure Department of the National Unit, told the public broadcast. I mean, it's also inconvenient when you lose your 2.5 tons of, of cocaine. Yeah, they're the real victims of yeah. this. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I feel like that's a, they, don't, they don't really explain where the cocaine went, who they suspect of putting it on the boat. Yeah. Do you think when they, when they find some, uh, some stuff that is being smuggled, do you think the assumption is that the people on the boat are aware of it or not? If it's a shipping container kind of scenario. I guess a lot. It's a lot of cocaine. I like, mean, there's, there's only so many, so many mysterious shopping bags that someone can carry onto your boat before you're saying, what do you got? Hey, what's what, this? What, yeah. what do you got in what's there? In there? Still know. not cocaine. It's just, it's just some stuff. It's just some stuff that I need for later. Like, I'm just bringing a lot of cocoa. I love cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, um, I feel like at some point in my life, I've seen a statistic about how many uh, shipping containers on cargo ships actually get inspected. And mm. it's like 2%. Yeah, for know? all the ones that you're catching with cocaine, you're missing heaps, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm wondering, is it, is it a, basically a lucky dip as they go yeah. around the ship and go, uh, that one. I'm getting Check vibes out from trafficking that one. cocaine via sea. It's basically risk-free. Yeah. 
Yep. That's the Buenta Vista promise. <laughs> and then uh, apparently if they find all your cocaine, they'll just say, hey, guy who put the cops onto the boat, you're in yeah. trouble. <laughs> you're nicked. <laughs> and that's about uh, all they will do with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, so- that sounds right. From my, from, from my understanding, that's, that's, how, that's how drug busts work. I feel like the Dutch version of nicked would have a J in it. Yeah. You are nicked. <laughs> Nickel J. You're nicked. <laughs> We're all so bad at this. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, if you have any uh, Dutch friends, relatives, if you yourself are Dutch yeah. and listening to this show right now and have taken great offense to this, please feel free to write into uh, the Bunta Vista hotline, mailbag at com, And perhaps... We will read out your letter like we're going to do for this listener right now. It's time for the Buddha to start line. One eight hundred three one seven five one five. That's the Buddha Vista hotline. One eight hundred three one seven five one five. That's the Buddha Vista hotline. You can send us an email. Mailbag at BuddhaVista.com. Maybe DM us on Twitter. You could even message Facebook, but we don't really check the Facebook. Yeah, 1-800-317-515. That's the Punta Vista hotline. 1-800-317-515. That's the Punta Vista hotline. Uh, we should probably just take a moment to send our well wishes to, uh, to Ben, who is still... Unwell with the novel coronavirus. That MF has COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Promised he'd never get it. Hey, Ben. He COVID do? much? COVID much, my good bitch. And he waited until it wasn't even cool anymore. He did. We've all had it now. You know? Like, It's not interesting to get COVID anymore. Yeah. I do, li- I do like the know? difference between um, somebody that you know getting COVID in like summer 2020 and someone you know yeah. getting it now, like what kind of like what kind of like big loser behavior it is to get it now? Like what you still, you're yeah. still doing that? We're not doing you're that posting anymore. Your like, like, posting your little tests, posting your tests on your like, Instagram story. Oh, 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 are you feeling sick? Do you need me to bring you around some soup or something? But like in like oh, summer 2020, I know this is like pre jabs and everything, but like summer 2020, you're like, oh my god, what if one of my friends dies? But yeah, it was like, it was like being told your friend had been shot with a gun. Yeah, and I'd tell everyone, I'd be like, Tom has COVID. Yeah, COVID. <gasps> He's not coming out because he, he can't come and sit on the on the picnic bench outside the pub because he has got COVID. That's what's okay. happened we'll see him to in him. a month. <laughs> he has contracted COVID. Now, it just, now, honestly, it sounds to me like Ben is skiving off. That's what that sounds yeah. like to me. Well, look, you're right. no I one here is right. disagreeing with you. you know? <laughs> get well soon, Ben. Uh, get, well, get well soon. <laughs> This comes to us from our lovely listener, Geese, uh, who says, Dear Andrew, Ben, Lucy, and Theo, and I'm assuming uh, that Geese would say, and Phoebe, if he knew mm. that uh, we were reading it to you, you know? Hello. Uh, I wrote last year as well to provide some context to the Battle Royale that is known as Dutch New Year's Eve. Have you, are you, you have any awareness of this, Phoebe? Um, what? The, no, that New Year's Eve. Some of in, it, but uh, not all. Of, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. 
the, that it's just like fucking insane that on New Year's, New Year's Eve in the Netherlands that like everybody lets off like a lethal amount of fireworks and people just like set fire to cop cars. And then when the firefighters turn up to put out the flaming uh, cop cars, they shoot them with fireworks. Set fire to the fire. Yeah. And like what, what, every... Why, why, it, do they do, why do they do that? They're just letting off a little steam. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Been cooped up. And in basically, all, all living in Anne Frank's house. <laughs> it's that's not much room in there. That's that, that's what they make you do in in Holland. You've got everyone. It's like jury right. service. Everyone has yeah. to serve three months hiding in an attic. Get in there. It's like joining the IDF. Yeah. <laughs> it's like BTS doing their national service. You know. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hope they're doing well. And it's reparations. Uh, fair, fair, fair play. They should do that. Make them. Yeah. Make them do it. <laughs> So basically, that, <laughs> I think for the last couple of years, um, for the last couple of years, we have covered like the fallout from from uh-huh. Dutch New Year's Eve, um, which basically just includes like a, a ridiculous litany of stories of people getting their eyes and fingers blown out, and like all of the people getting rushed to hospital due to fireworks mishaps, um, and all of the people who have have like set the police on fire and stuff like that. Uh, so that's the context there. Uh, so Critic- says, critical now, support. Yeah. <laughs> now I have left the Netherlands for some time now and do not celebrate New Year's there for obvious reasons. 46% of fireworks casualties are bystanders. Uh, I can provide some context again through my experiences of growing up Dutch. As I described previously, New Year's Eve rioting is a tradition that happens everywhere in the Netherlands regardless of rurality or urbanity. That being said, there are significant differences. The major cities in the Netherlands prefer to engage in more modern pastimes, such as burning down cars, container fires, and ambushing first responders. In the rural, where I grew up, we improvise makeshift cannons with carbide and milk cans and shoot our neighbor's jaw clean off after the first couple of beers. What they do have in common is that both groups attack first responders who try to kill the vibe by arresting people, putting out burning houses, or providing first aid. <laughs> This could be their official Dutch correspondent. I love this. He could be making it all up, and I'd believe it. Don't you say that about geese. I would would never. never. I'm sorry, geese. To illustrate this difference, I would like to contrast the times I celebrated New Year's Eve at home in the village I grew up and the times I celebrated it when I lived in the city. A key point is that you cannot really travel on New Year's Eve because all public transit shuts down to prevent the murder of drivers, etc. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, one of you wondered, one of you wondered uh, on the show if there are pockets of normalcy on Dutch New Year's Eve. It happens that I grew up in one of these pockets. If you discord the constant background drum of the improvised cannons that would be audible in the whole village on December 31st, my neighbours did not get too crazy with fireworks and only lit some decorative fireworks at 12. Uh, That being said, when I called my mum at 12 this New Year's Eve, I couldn't hear her over the sound of explosions going off nearby. (laughs) That was Ben's joke intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the times in the city were interesting as well. Basically, the police and firefighters constantly patrol the streets to put out fires if they get too big, which I lit again after they leave the street. <laughs> so committed oh my to God. It. Most of the time, they will not arrest you if you do not throw fireworks at them or run away. 
Some neighborhoods arrange a container in which they start a bonfire, preferably of things that contain plastic, like the one guy who threw five plastic bags of old fireworks that were, in his words, quote, too dangerous to light this New Year's Eve <laughs> into the bonfire. Because, <laughs> like, the stereotype you hear about, like, uh, about Dutch people is that, um, that they kind of seem... They seem a bit like a uh, matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Aloof. Aloof. Yeah, yeah, Lomp. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe they just keep it all in. Maybe they have their Patrick Bateman mask on for mm, like yeah. 365 days of the they year. They let it go it. on the fireworks purge or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And then they just, this is it. This is it. I'm going rage mode. The purge with three like- U's. <laughs> Is it possible to get like seasonal rabies? <laughs> like, interesting. Ramps up thirty first of December, and everyone just starts biting each other on the arm. God. Um, also, every year I would cycle to the party I was attending. People would throw fireworks from their balconies at me. Yeah, it sounds like a shit time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, sound, this sounds awful. I take back my crack about the clogs. I feel like I feel like they're not a, they're not a wise people to upset. Yeah, mm. and plus the clogs are going to give you away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, they're going to triangulate true. That's that true. noise like, how pretty are you, quick. How are you throwing a how are you sneaking up on someone and throwing a firework at them? You should be able to hear them around the fucking corner. Yeah. God damn. Clop 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 clop. Uh, two concluding <laughs> remarks. Firstly, one of you wondered why nobody wears glasses or helmets. In the Netherlands, cycling with a helmet while preventing serious brain trauma in almost all accidents is yeah. unironically seen as, quote, a German weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's what I want to know, though. If Dutch people evolved from Germans, then how come there still are Germans? <laughs> oh... That's uh, so good. I... Sorry, I didn't get to the end of that sentence. Um, yeah, cycling go, with a helmet, going. cycling with a helmet while preventing serious brain trauma in almost all accidents is unironically seen as a German weakness. So you can imagine how safety goggles are perceived. <laughs> oh my goodness! Secondly, I have the good news that this type of New Year's Eve celebration seems to be spreading. In Germany, there were some nice old-fashioned fireworks throwing at police in major cities like Berlin. Many hugs and even more kisses. Geese, unfortunately, still my name. <laughs> God bless. Mm. Oh. So that was a moving sign-off, I think. It's, um... What a world. What a world yeah. we live in. Uh, here's another letter from listener Tom. Dear Bunts of Vista, I am one of those Dutch people you bully, and I would like to give my two cents on the Dutch New Year's celebrations. <laughs> they never... They never. There's not even a modicum of defending themselves. <laughs> well, <laughs> we definitely picked just making right. a statement about it. I was uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Tom, it is us. <laughs> Tom says, uh, "I was only made aware of the absurdity of our goings on when I listened to the episode Battlefield Irk of the podcast Winter Vista. Before that, I took it as a given that the new year brings car fires, injuries, deaths, and riots." <laughs> People in rural areas do, in fact, put carbide in milk churns and blow themselves up. It's tradition. What? <laughs> what? Why sorry, do they this do was. Th- what? Sorry, why do they do that? Just, well, just for those and keeping track at home. A milk churn is like a, a, a strong metal container. 
And so if you've got explosives, that's where it's going to want to go. <laughs> that, was not, that was not my question, Theo, as well you know. <laughs> that, was not, that was not the basis of my query. <laughs> I, I assumed your query was logistical in nature. <laughs> uh, now, just we're just going to run that back for a second to Geese's letter where he says... Uh, in the rural where I grew up, we improvised makeshift cannons with carbide and milk cans. And Tom, in a completely separate letter, is confirming for us uh, carbide and milk churns. I'm picturing That's like those up. the big metal dairy yeah. milk containers. Yeah, a big, yeah, right? a big thing. 100%. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that it's also, there's no pause at all in his stride. As in, like, that's an obvious thing for everybody to have access to. Oh, just my milk churn. You're the family milk churn out the back. I can spare a few. Uh, Tom continues, Last New Year's, I stepped outside at 5 past 12 to witness people throwing heavy fireworks at each other. The sounds of a fire truck grew louder as I spotted a burning electric scooter. (laughs) The police (laughs) only stood and watched. Again, critical support for that. (laughs) Yeah. Very critical support. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, I have no clue why we do this, but I don't expect it to stop. All the best. Uh, all the best, Tom. P.S. Uh, Vroomshoop is pronounced Vromshop. Vroms oh, that's hop. really boring. That's well, not fun. really fun at all. I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have a letter from listener Arsam. Who says, um, hello, Bunters Vistas. Everybody picks a different plural, don't they? Yeah, I like hmm. it. Our no. True linguistic challenges is <laughs> how, to, how to pluralize the hosts of this show. On the last Tuesday night before the Persian New Year, Iranians light their old possessions on fire and jump over them in an ancient ritual symbolizing the cleansing of the new year. That sounds super fun. That's I'm beautiful. on board. Yep. And it's nicely symbolic, you know? Mm. Uh... As you can imagine, jumping over massive fires and the recent addition of lighting increasingly dangerous fireworks causes a lot of injuries. Hmm. I remember teenagers getting their hands on the, quote, nuclear bomb, which would leave holes in the street asphalt. I think if, if your firework is blasting a hole in the street, like yeah. a, paved, a paved road, I think it might, it might just be an explosive. Yeah, it's just that, a bomb that's just, that you have. That's just, a, that's just a bomb. Regular, that is just a, regular old that bomb, That is right? just yeah. an improvised explosive device. Is that, that's what that is. Uh, Asim continues, here's an article on the most recent celebrations. Uh, quote, at least 19 people died and 2,800 injured in Iran Tuesday evening uh, in hmm, Chahashanbi Suri. I'm going to i take a stab at the celebration of the annual fire festival ahead of Iranian New Year. More than 30 of the injured are in critical condition. 171 oh had lost a limb. Oh, my God. Holy shit. 880 <laughs> suffered eye injuries and 850 are suffering from different degrees of burns. Oh, my The spokesman goodness. of the National Emergency Services said Wednesday. That is out of control. Hmm. It's a bit much, you know. Do you have anything, are, do you have anything similar in Australia to, to celebrate the New Year? Oh, just the worst people alive yeah. being really drunk on the streets. So yeah. we probably yeah, shouldn't yeah, judge we, yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, we have that too. 
Yeah, it's um, it's very sort of like violent homophobia. You guys heard of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. white parties. Oh, okay. You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> okay, is that like is that a new is that like a new thing that you because we ha- we don't have that over here. well we, you wish no we, no, yeah. no, we do no we do have that over here but it's like <laughs> I don't know I feel like I feel like uh, because of like global release dates and stuff it's like we don't have like the full version of yeah. it here yeah yeah, mm. yeah. what's a what's a Kinda white loses party its impact where everyone dresses in white you guys seen these oh I have seen this every time it, I've like seen everyone it a is also white at they, the white cause, party because they host them. Occasionally in um, the Botanical Gardens in in uh, Brisbane, which is next to QUT, the the uni I was I was at for three years, uh, and I saw it twice, and both times I'm like, this is it is extremely cult. You just cult-esque. dress in white, but it's just the worst people you can it's imagine. The, yeah, this, the closer you get, the less scary it is. Do, do you uh-huh. have? Do you have to be white? Is that a requirement? Or they? Or <laughs> don't, it doesn't don't have to be white to go it. to this party, <laughs> but it helps. It has to be a written it sure requirement, help. but at the same time, um, I see. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, right? <laughs> mm. But I, I think that the vibe that this style of party is trying to convey is like. Diddy having a everybody dresses in white party on like a yacht, uh-huh. yeah, you know, on like a okay. mega yacht or something, and yeah. I and I feel like they've kind of taken away the wrong aspect that was like the appeal of that party. Mm-hmm. I think the appeal of that party is like going to a party with a theme when you're insanely rich. Mm. Yeah, uh, otherwise you're just dressed in white. Well. Y- yeah, and also I would say it's probably easier to look good in white if you're really fucking rich and on a beautiful yacht. Like yeah. it would it would just be easier to go to a tailor and say, I'll have a linen suit, please. Made just yeah. for me. You know? You yeah. could you could genuinely just go and get something that didn't look like shit. And then if you wear that in context on a beautiful yacht, it's it's probably gonna go okay. What you tend to see in Australia though with this type of party, again, they're not really capturing the essence of the vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's more of a, I've I've got like white jeans from like JJ's, mm. and and a <laughs> and a uh, white work shirt that I have worn like too many times, and it's a bit yeah, yellowing. or a cricket outfit as well. Yeah, Doesn't it just look like a party just that's just full of chefs? Like no one has been invited who's <laughs> no not hats. a chef. <laughs> No, no, hats. no hats. Okay. Chefs and, at the end of the no, night. Uh, Throwing that hat away. Yeah. No open drug deals that I could see either. Yeah. Um. And and instead of being on like uh, a lavish mega yacht, it's more on like uh, an extremely oversold New Year's Eve event, which cost yeah. you ninety dollars entry for one drink on arrival. Or if it is if it is on a boat, it'll be on like like one of those sort of um. You know, you know the kind of the kind of boats that just sort of uh, chug along the river in a major city, uh, and they have the same air as like the party bus. Party mm-hmm. boat. Oh yeah, yeah, party mm-hmm. boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm familiar yeah, with party yeah. boats. I once saw. Have you seen the party bus? Can you picture <laughs> a party bus floating? <laughs> I once down saw the a party boat that had been like I don't know what had happened to it, but it just like. Stopped in the middle of the Thames, and the people on the party boat obviously sort of felt like they needed to kind of keep the party atmosphere going. So they were like continuing, <laughs> kind of like like dance like dancing around, and then kind of like one by one, they kind of t- 
tailed off a bit. Oh, and no. then they were just all standing there. Stuck with, oh, on a boat. Standing on the boat with Pitbull blaring out behind them. <laughs> and it oh, was a it was no. that was a very philosophically important sight, I think, and worth seeing if you can <laughs> tour if you're gonna tour manage it. Like I've I've seen a few um I've seen a few videos on social media recently of of like there was that massive plane delay in the States mm. uh, when they said, oh, somebody somebody clicked yes on the update this software button uh, and now <laughs> all the planes have stopped. Uh, and and like videos as well from uh, somebody and I think it was in Sydney um, on a train and like just stopped. They were like just looking out the window at people standing on the platform and they're like, well, we've been here for, you know, 45 minutes with all the lights out and the doors not opening and everybody just just sitting and waiting, you know. That's that's genuinely my nightmare. Like the idea of like somebody who like has sort of sets up kind of subscription services to like <laughs> to make sure that your self-driving car doesn't crash. Like the idea of them like getting their hands on on plane infrastructure is genuinely mm-hmm. something that I that Terrifying. I think about when I when I can't sleep. Lucy, I... did you just say that it costs $90 to go to one of these things? <laughs> I feel like it does, right? Like they're, wait, tic- they're ticketed so, wait, events. Wait, so the, it's not just like someone says, okay, like everyone around to my house, I'm having a party, everyone no, else is dressing white. No, you these have are, like, no, pay no. These are events to... they throw in there like a, a garbage tent and there's like, you get tickets. If anyone has been to a white party, please yeah. write in because I would love please. to hear. I would absolutely <laughs> love to hear about this. This feels like the kind of thing that, like, maybe like five or six years ago, you could get a decent article out of it for like Vice Australia. Yeah, mm. yeah. I went Who to a white, white party, party and I, I went did to cocaine. a white party. I met a bunch of chefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, imagine. Uh, well, I was, I was going to say, I don't think that. Um, I don't think that you even need to specifically be worried about like malicious actors fucking with like public transport and cars and stuff. It's like, they seem to be already doing fine with like self-driving cars, not helping yeah, the people in exactly. the cars as like, much as yeah, they yeah. Does, like, It's not even the idea of them being hacked. It's more the idea of them being coded by a dipshit. That's the, that's my yeah, just, worry. Just, yeah. <laughs> just failing. Like, yeah, get being in your car and having it just go, no, I'm, I, I'm not doing the doors. Fire detected. Doors <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> Have you seen but, that uh, the, the... Imagine the, being the... stuck in a situation like that, but it's on a boat. It's on a party bus on the water. That's, yeah, it's truly, truly abysmal vibes. <laughs> that, that's funny though. That is funny. Can't lie. Hey, speaking of uh, self-driving cars and feeling uncomfortable about the possibilities and uh, uh, p- potential that comes with that, uh, it's time for paging Doctor Lucy. If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble. I know what this one is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so often uh, on this segment, we will like to turn to relationship expert Lucy uh, to mediate online disagreements for us uh, and tell us what the people involved should do. We will not mm. actually be passing that advice along to them unless they coincidentally 
come across this podcast. But that's a chance we're willing to take. This is, of course, from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit. Am I the arsehole for yelling to be let out of the car when my boyfriend's dad turned on the one feature I asked him not to? I'm listening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I spent last night with my boyfriend's family. We'd gone out to dinner and his dad was going to drive. So my boyfriend, me, his parents and his brother all squeezed into his dad's car and we went to the restaurant. I had a few drinks and his dad had two since he was going to drive. But on the way back, his dad started asking me, you work on self-driving cars, yeah? Uh, I do. I'm a systems engineer and have job hopped between a handful of autonomy companies. He started asking me how I liked his Tesla and I joked, fine, as long as you're the one driving it. (laughs) (laughs) And he asked me what I thought about full self-driving, which he'd just bought. That is, of course, the full self-driving beta. I am still trying to picture saying... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on the feature where you take control of my car that you are saying you're not done with yet. It's beta. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, just go fly in the uh, 747 beta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the most, the most what comforting I about. thing that you can possibly call a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Version 0.1. <laughs> That's for Call of Duty <laughs> multiplayer before yeah. it's released. Yeah. That's not for a <laughs> yeah. car. <laughs> Because when when your Call of Duty crashes, that's okay, you know? Uh, So he asked what I thought about full self-driving, which he just bought. He asked if he should turn it on. I said, not with me in the car. And he then laughed and asked how I was still so scared when I work with this stuff every day. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Asked and answered, my friend. Asked and answered. (laughs) How come you know so much and yet you have a different opinion than mine? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> See what you've done here is you bought the piece of shit version. Yeah. <laughs> version piece of shit. What you want to do is buy is uh, upgrade it to the uh, uh, slightly less piece of shit version. Mm. That there's mm. that, that's where you've gone wrong. That's just around the corner, I'm told. Mm. What do you mean you don't want this sausage? You spend all day working at the sausage factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's because I, but stopped when he pulled over and literally started turning it on. I was like, I'm not kidding. Let me out of the car if you're going to do this. And my boyfriend's dad and brother started laughing at me and my boyfriend still wasn't saying anything. His dad was like, it'll be fine. And I reached over my boyfriend's little brother and tried the door handle, which was locked. I was getting mad and probably more so because I was tipsy and I yelled at him to quote, let me the fuck out. My boyfriend started telling me to calm down because I was drunk. <laughs> Pro boyfriend move. This guy steps yeah, back, rock. sinks the jumper. He's he could have like I'm. He's gonna miss points uh, for not asking her if she's having her period. Yeah, yeah. that's Just about like the, the Mass Effect dialogue options. <laughs> up yeah. off his head. Calm, down. calm down. Do you have your period? <laughs> <laughs> You're being hysterical right now. Oh. Wow. My boyfriend started trying to tell me to calm down because I was drunk and I told him that it didn't fucking matter. I'd be out of here sober or drunk. He told me to stop cussing in front of his little brother. Oh. <laughs> yeah. His Shut little up, brother. loser. Oh, my yeah, God. there it is. is. <laughs> my, my little brother will die if he hears a swear. 
he told me to stop cussing in front of his little brother, and I told him to tell his dad to cut his shit out, and I wouldn't have anything to cuss over. His dad was like, fine, I didn't realize it'd be such a big deal. And drove home normally, but things have been tense as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my we God. got back to his house. <laughs> this has not gone well, hey. Um, we got back to his house, and he was mad at me for, quote, overreacting, unquote, the first time I met his family altogether. I got angry and was like, quote, I'm not the one who decided to do the one thing that I said I'm not comfortable with in the car just after I asked him not to, to laugh at me. Uh, He said that his dad used the car a lot and it was fine. And I asked him, since we're both rock climbers, would he ever get on a route with his uh, carabiner? Carabiner? Carabiner. Yeah, the the thing? Oh, it's it's written in the thing as carabiner. Would he ever get on on a route with his carabiner that doesn't lock? What if someone says they do it all the time and it's fine? And he was like, absolutely not, but that's different. Yeah. <laughs> and I this said, it's from literally Elon not. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and then my girlfriend picked up a sword and left the room. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he said, it's, uh, that's different. I said, it's literally not. Just like we don't know any climbers who do that shit, nobody in my field I, I know would stay in that car. Like, what he are you talking about? Me. My like my dad fills his airship up with hydrogen all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. God, uh, bitches. Am I right? <laughs> this, uh, look, this dude is handling this as well as you possibly could. He says yeah. he got he got mad and told me to go to sleep because I was drunk. Oh, once, once again, you are handling this so well, dude. So good. It's masterful. This guy's on the uh, on the only red responses run of his, of his game. <laughs> He's going to reload his save after this. Uh, but honestly, today I woke up sober and I stand by what I did. Like I wasn't comfortable with what was happening and my boyfriend's family all laughed and started trying to do the one fucking thing I said not to. Like yeah. whatever that thing is, it's fucked up. Am I the arsehole for yelling at my boyfriend's dad to let me out of the car? No. 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 In fact, you should leave your boyfriend. You should he get... like I, a huge loser. Like, I, like, I, know, I know that, at the, like, at this point, it's a kind of, like, it's, like, table stakes that, like, basically everyone who is posting on Reddit about their relationship should be breaking up with them. But, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, this is no fucking good. Get rid, get rid of this guy. Man. That's, um, like... That's certainly something where I, I don't know if, if this is uh, something with like the, that comes with age or whatever, or if it's just like a basic thing for people. But I just can't imagine someone saying to me, yeah, this specific thing yeah, re- really bothers thing. me. It would make me really uncomfortable if you did this. Like, I'm yeah. serious. I don't, I don't want you to do it. Yeah. Uh, and and to just that's be basic like basic relationship mm. stuff. Yeah, that's ba- like, basic uh, treating another human being. Like it wouldn't have to yeah. be anyone that I'm in a relationship. If someone said to you, if like you know, if if you went to someone's house and you went to get something out of the cutlery drawer, and they said, as somebody once said to me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, just do me a favor and like don't rattle it all around heaps because the sound of like a bunch of cutlery being jostled make like really really bothers me mm. and you were just uh, like whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, oh no 
Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I I gave him a shake when that person said that because I was a teenager. Yeah. And teenagers are fucking idiots, and mm. they don't they don't think terribly much about other people. In my because their brains aren't developed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and neither are those brains of Tesla owners. I think the um, that. I think the the sort of bonus angle that this guy's getting, like, there's the obvious there's the obvious primary thing here, which is I asked you guys not to do this, and you all just continued to do it. Particularly as as like if somebody's getting increasingly visibly upset mm. about what you're doing. That would be a great time to fucking stop it. Yeah. You know? Like, at, yeah, if you my partner was someone, yelling and like trying to get out of a car yeah, door, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like this looks feels, so like, right now. feels like there's like an origin to this that maybe I should be respecting. It feels like, like it seems well, bad. Like, Lucy, I'm sure you will attest to this, but this is like, this is definitely a character like the, like the, like the boyfriend's awful dad. There's like, yeah. I don't know why this is such a kind of common, common spectacle. But like, it's what it's what it's what um kind of latter day Ricky Gervais always makes me think of. Like you can just mm. sort of like imagine him just like being just like just like sitting like a bit too close to you and like making and then, inappropriate jokes and you're yeah, like yeah and then doing the oh look at her look at her face oh she's 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 mortified isn't she oh don't worry don't offended? worry I'm only, she I'm only having fun are you offended are you offended yeah and that's the that's the vibe yeah, here 100%. and I've 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 definitely I have definitely run across these boyfriends dads and they're mm. never like that with like their own kids like it's more just like they see like their son's girlfriend and it accesses some kind of weird part of their like monkey brain and they start acting like a fucking jerk yeah um we were talking about types of parties before mm-hmm. uh and i would be curious to know i guess particularly for theo and and lucy um did did you guys have the traditional 21st birthday party? The traditional Australian 21st birthday party? No. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> no, now Phoebe, I, I don't I don't know if I I don't know if this will be um no, uh, identifiable like, to you as no, a, like, is a 21st phenomenon. a thing? Uh, well, I mean, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or in That's England. Yeah. Something that something that you have when you turn 21. Our big birthdays are the 18th. That's the big that's 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 the yeah. pity because that's when you can legally drink. So yeah, well, I feel that, like that, we've just, we've stolen this from American culture, right? There's no absolutely. reason to have a twenty first big twenty first well, party. Yeah, because it because like I don't know. I I remember having my eighteenth and being like, "Wait, I can go to fucking clubs now. You know, mm. I can buy booze, all of that shit." And then that's it. That's yeah. all of all of the barriers to you as an that's adult. It. The world is now open to you. Yeah, well, there's no, nothing magical happens at 21, but there is a there is a cultural tradition here mm. of having a 21st birthday party, um, sometimes with a theme, as we've seen recently in Australian mm-hmm. political mm. news. <laughs> People have costume parties, like the the Your blackface South- party. Yeah, yeah. The New South Wales Premier um, has just come out and said, "Look." Uh, Yes, I did dress up as a Nazi in a Nazi uniform at my twenty-first. Who did? Like, but Who like, did as it? a joke, uh, as a joke. Mm. Um, uh huh. So that's very cool. But the other, <laughs> the other aspect of it, of of Australian culture, I suppose, is like having heaps of really embarrassing photos of your kids. You like stop and yeah. and show a whole bunch of like really embarrassing, yeah, 
shit. And, and like, like, a, like, and a, a f- like a zoomed in photo of their asshole when they're a baby or something. Like they're in, they're like bending <laughs> over, over a sprinkler or something. And, and that someone, your dad or whoever will get up and give us, give speeches. People will do yeah. speeches that are like intended to be as humiliating as possible to the person whose birthday yeah. party it is. Andrew's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> Look, I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, I am the- not. I am not saying that we don't have a cooked culture over here. But like that is that's really strange to me. That's a really yeah, strange and, okay. thing to do. I didn't. I didn't have one. Also, you both. You both just like, blew over what Theo said about like there being a picture yeah. of your like like a zoomed your in picture asshole, of your arse. Yeah. Oh, like, like all your kids. No, oh, yeah. kids that, is, that, the, that is not all regular. Kids in like the bathtub or something, right? Yeah, like, it's they, like they have you to have, and like, your a, little your little dick out in the yeah, bathtub. Yeah, your little baby dick. Out, and everyone's like, ha 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 ha. So silly. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't have one. I was living a thousand kilometers away from my family doing too many drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Drone kind of birthday party. But it's definitely it's definitely a thing and like it's it's mm. so it's so weird to me to think of like adults having like like you were saying, Phoebe, about your you know, your boyfriend's dad just being a fucking weirdo to you <laughs> because some part mm. of his brain set off. And yeah. I, f- I feel like 21st birthday culture here is like that, where a whole bunch of people go, oh, here we go. It's the time that yeah. I have, like, social license to fucking bully the fuck out of my kids. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some time getting my material Roast together, them. you know, or, like, I've been saving things over years. Type five to get my kids. <laughs> I've been working on my type five where I roast the fuck <laughs> out of my, my 21-year-old loser son. Uh, it's such a weird phenomenon to me, and it's so it's so weird that people engage with it so gleefully. Yeah, it's getting um, up there being like, oh, my son gets no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> probably because of his you know, little little okay. dick over here. It's probably, probably yeah. partly, <laughs> it's partly, little penis partly over to, here. Partly just, to do with it. Bringing the slide back up every time you make a point <laughs> about your son, as you can see. As you can see. Fair. February 1st, 2013. This was the first time I caught little Jordan trying to suck his own dick. (laughs) (laughs) February 2nd. Like flipping through a really really worn diary, you know? (laughs) Like like a a captain's log. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like like sometimes people here use their kids wedding as an excuse to like be a piece of shit to them but i like honestly like honestly i don't care for that and it never and it never goes down well like like i I went to a family wedding once and the bride's father decided to uh just just unleash what felt like decades of resentment against his daughter um at at her wedding and he obviously thought this was going to be like this was gonna, this was gonna be so, like speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like his like father of the bride speech, Fuck. and he obviously thought that this was gonna go down like absolute like gangbusters. But he, uh, but it, but it, it really, really didn't. Like he did like <laughs> oh. he did like a whole like it probably was only about like two minutes or so, but it felt like a fucking mm. decade of oh. just like going on about how shit her hair had been when she was a teenager and how like oh. and how like good it was that she'd like started getting straightening treatments because of how shit oh, her hair yes, had been. And, Come on. And I was just sitting God. there going like I'm sure that there that this is like expressive of a kind of deep 
love and connection between father and daughter but like this yeah. is really really horrible and she looks unhappy yeah like uh, I, I don't know how people cannot get like you said if that was the whole thing you had planned and you were like well this is the material I got I gotta power through as like, opposed yeah. to like looking at <laughs> looking at the person and going oh no just like I'm looking like, at their at their flashcards, like oh, yeah, I've got, I, got yeah, the material. Like, I get yeah, no, 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 I actually, actually do have another. <laughs> yeah, like one of the like one yeah. of the kind of the gags was about how she'd like how she hadn't she'd done really well at university, but she hadn't used her degree. Um, oh, and, boy. and and then and, and, and it sort of and he just kind of went, put his face really close to hers and said, "And how is that going?" And that yeah, that oh, was like Jesus. yeah, it Very was like cool. It was like real kind of like like kind of it was like a kind of uh, like a kind of shock jock thing. It was almost like he felt like maybe finally this is going to be my big break. There's going to be someone in the audience who's just going to be like, you know what? I like your style, kid. How soon can you be in Indianapolis? Like I think yeah. that's what he kind of thought was going to happen. Like like when you're mowing the lawn, you want to mow the lawn really good just in case someone sees you and picks you for the big leagues. Yeah, exactly. You always got to be on your grind. <laughs> exactly. Do do you think um do you think that he watched like the Ricky Gervais Golden Globes hosting uh, or whatever it was the 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 Emmys or the Golden Globes <laughs> yeah. or whatever where he was like I'm roasting everyone all these Hollywood bigwigs. Yeah, very very and potentially that's what he, he was, was trying to achieve. He was speaking truth to power and everybody bloody loved it, except I don't know if your daughter on her wedding day constitutes <laughs> power, you know? Like, I'm going to bring you down. God. Yeah, she was really the kind of the Donald Rumsfeld of this whole of this whole setup. He had to, to bring down the power behind the throne. Oh, wow. I just... It's very strange. I just, uh, I don't know. I can't imagine somebody saying, hey, this is making me quite unhappy and going, <laughs> well, hey, funny to me. <laughs> why don't you just stay in your seat and let me put the full self-driving beta on? Why don't you just you know? calm down? Smile, pussycat. <laughs> just, it, just, it just, you know <laughs> what? It just, like, it just super reminds me of my, I've told this story on Mike before, so if you are a listener who has followed me over here, then I do apologize, but you're hearing it again. Uh, my, my ex's dad used to be uh, uh, an on-the-lip kisser. Um, no. That was just no, that was just that was just something that he just liked to do, and so and it got is to he, the point. Is he kissing the fellas on the lips? No, just me, just me. Um, and it got to the point like where, when, where whenever, <sighs> where whenever we went over there, um, I would like spend a little bit too long like locking up the car to kind of miss hellos, or like as soon as we get in the house, like dive into the bathroom saying I was desperate or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, I got and a shit real bad. I'd get out of the bathroom. Exactly, exactly. I'd get out of the bathroom. He'd be hovering there, waiting, oh. waiting to lay one on me. Oh, and a, no. And eventually, I got out of the car to just say, you know what? I actually really don't like your dad kissing me on the lips. Could you maybe have a, a word with him and just like ask him to stop doing it? And my boyfriend rolled his eyes and went... I thought you wanted him to stop doing the racist voices. And I'm like, both. I want him to stop doing both. It's not one or the other. Uh, pick your battles. You so gotta choose. God. You gotta choose. If you don't if you don't if you don't want to hear one of his voices, then I'm afraid you get you're getting one laid on you, Missy. That's just the way it works. When uh, not in contact anymore? No. no weirdly. Weirdly when, not. Uh, 
I mean, you and the dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, we are. We're well, Christmas <laughs> cards. G'day, <laughs> Nigel. Can I, can I get the Pakistani one again? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> when, when people say, uh, when, when people talk about women having it all, that's what they mean. Yeah. Oh, you wanna, you want him to not do the racist voices and stop kissing you on the mouth. Yeah. Want everything, Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely everything. That's wild. Uh, I feel like we've given a lot of guidance to the fellows this, uh, this week in terms of uh, what not to do. Maybe, you know. I think we've given some pretty clear signals here about um. <laughs> Things that are not the best thing to say when your girlfriend's trying to jump out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can have a think about that. You can take that, take that home. Take it to the bank. Mm. Percolate on that for a little while, you know? Mm. My goodness. Well, Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, everybody, of course, can catch you on 10,000 Posts and Masters yes. of Our Domain. Yes. Um, you can also find uh, most of the hosts of Punta Vista on episodes of most of those podcasts. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah. yeah. So if you would like to continue the crossover, just get over there. Hit subscribe. Hit like. You know? Yeah. Get involved. Yeah. Get in amongst it. All right, everybody. Uh, stop kissing your son's <laughs> girlfriends on the mouth. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.